0: But as you know, we are busy with open heavens, and we are in the year of the open doors. And, and um, I know that, that you are supposed to know, and we all know that we are. Um, always having an open heaven over us, but you know, as the heavens are open, it can also be closed over you, come on, and I'm going to speak a little bit about that, about the heavens being open, and, and how you can just step into, I said last week as well, step into that, we are in the year of 5, 7, 8, 4, and that means the year of the open doors, but Deuteronomy 28, verses 12 says, the Lord will open to you his good treasure, the heavens, How amazing is it when God comes and He says He's good treasure. A treasure usually means it's wealth of any kind or any form. Many times when when we were little, and I know the children of today have no imagination because they're in front of the games and the TV all the time. But those that were in my era and maybe um, grew up um, um, before me and older than me, um, we used to do treasure hunts. Remember, treasure, that was so much fun. You were seeking and you were trying to find that. And when you get it, it was the simplest thing in that little treasure box. But we were so excited when we find this little treasure box. But we went and we looked for it. It didn't, you know, and some people, they did scavengers, hunts. You know, they gave you some clues and say, you must go to this tree. And from this tree, you need to go to that little bush. And from that bush, you need to run around that corner. And they gave you little hints. But we were excited for treasure. And usually we will have a lot of things and we will play um, 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 pirates and whatever. You know, I had brothers and so we played all kinds of things. And we, we always think of treasure as money or gold or diamonds and all of that. But when the word says that wealth of any kind, the treasure of heaven means wealth of any kind. That means if you are sick, you're not walking. Under the healing of the open heaven. Come on. If you have friendship problems, it means you are not walking under the fullness and the treasure of relationship in the open heaven. And you can say, Tasha, but what do you mean? I mean, some people that are only friends with you for a moment. Come on. They're not relationship-based. They are friends with you because you can take me a little bit further than I am. Pastor Yaku says, always so nice, he says, we should not use friends to get money. But we should use money to bless friends. Come on. I should say the Gidom what I say. And that is exactly how it is. Many people, they think they need to push it open, kick it open, and use an abuse to get what they want to get. Instead of coming into the place where heaven is your treasure, and if God is going to open it for you, it means you looked for it. But you didn't look for it through people. You looked for it in your inner room, on your knees, in the presence of the Most High God. Come on, we know open heaven is God's power, it's God's provision, God's perspective, and God's presence made available for us, unlimited, it's unlimited, you can step into it anytime, any moment, you can call it, and it will come to pass, come on, I'm just laying foundation and I'm getting somewhere. But Matthew six verses ten says, "Your kingdom come. Your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven." Now that that be done means it's free. uh, It's free of force compliance. It means whatever is out of alignment in your life, whatever is out of alignment in your life, need to force comply. It needs to come in alignment with heaven. If you are struggling with your health, your wealth, friendship, whatever it is, it means whatever it is, you need to call into obedience in your life. According to heaven, is there depression in heaven? No. Is there lack in heaven? No. Is there sickness in heaven? No. So we don't have to accept what we are facing on the face of the earth. We don't have to accept that. Because we are people of power, people with insights. Come on. People that know that our God is true and He's alive. Somebody came to me the other day and said, but you know, they prayed to me over and over and it feels like I'm not getting healed. Don't worry, I'm glued up this morning. I had to stick my earring with glue. <laughs> One of my nails is with glue, but that's okay. And, 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 and he said, but I, I don't get healed. Um, I've got this disease and I was listening to what the person was saying, listening to all his story." And I said, you know what's your problem, sir? Now, if you want it, if you want it nicely, you go to Pastor Yaku. Now, he's going to be very pastoral about it. If you want the oops moment, you come to me, <laughs> okay? And if you just want it, you go to Lanzel. But the thing is, I said, I said to the person, I said, you know what, sir? Excuse me for saying this, and I'm sorry. I'm not, I don't want to offend you, and I don't want to hurt your feelings. But every time you spoke, you spoke of your sickness. you have owning the sickness. Come on. You made it yours. So now God wants to touch you and people lay their hands on you and they pray for you. But now you go, I would say, ooh. You know, my sugar. Hello? My blood pressure. Thank God I have known nothing like that. I declare heaven over my body come on because Colossians 3 verses 2 said set your mind on the things above not on the things of the earth And many times we are so focused with what is going on around us that we forget there's a place that is an example for us how we should live. And that is time that heaven shall invade the face of the earth. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Come on. Not if and should and how. It just needs to be. These times that I walk in my house, don't think that we don't face anything. I never preach from a place of knowledge. I preach from a place of my heart where I, things that I've went through. When they tell you, you're so sick, you cannot move. I hear you, doctor. But the word of God is saying that healing is my portion. When they say there's no work, I say, I hear what economic of the country is saying. But my God shall supply all of my needs according to not the world's riches, His riches. Come on. But when we keep our eyes focused on what is going on on the earth, we forget that there's a higher force that is for us than what is going on around us. Yes, petrol is a reality. Bread price is a reality. Food price is a reality. But God is the truth of my reality. Come on. And you need to know that when heaven super invade the face of the earth, You will see God move in your life like never before. Because it means God's dominion, His rule, and His reign will manifest wherever we are. We know heaven is a place, it's a promise. But when you step into kingdom and kingdom manifests, what is the kingdom of God? Righteousness, peace, and joy. When you walk into that righteousness, that peace, and that joy, whatever is happening around you, you know, sometimes I'm, 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 I just go and sit. I just do this. And I just watch this whole story playing off in front of me. I see hysterica, I see this, and I hear this, but then peace come upon me. Peace unspeakable, undescribable. Because suddenly I know that when I'm sitting, God is standing and He is working it out on my behalf, on my family's behalf, on your behalf. But it's when you come into agreement with what earth is saying. I'm sorry to say this, but stop agreeing what people are saying about the government. I freak out. In a Christian kind of way. If people send me bad jokes about the country, I hate it. I don't like it. Because I respect my president. Because the Bible said I should pray for him, not talk against him. Come on. It's okay. I'm not talking politics. I'm talking where I'm at. Because I know when I. W- got off the plane from Thailand in the beginning of the year, God says you don't open your mouth about this country because you are a prophetic voice in this nation. Whatever you say will happen. So you better watch your mouth. And I know God only speaks to me like that, and he's very nice to you because he calls you sweetie. Come on. But it's time that we know who we are in Christ. And it's time that we know that the day Jesus died on the cross, the veil tore, heaven opened. Come on. And the victory became ours. You are not defeated. You are not a victim. You are victorious through Christ Jesus who gave you life and who gave you strength. The year 5784, this symbol for the for the word we are in a decade of the 80 okay and that symbol is the mouth it means that we are in a decade of the mouth and of breath what does it mean since since um 5780 those 5789 whatever you say you will receive You are exactly where you are at today because of what you said about yourself yesterday. Come on. The word 84 or the symbol or the the number 84 means door. Now I want to bring it together to say to you, we are in a decade of the mouth, of breath, of life, but we are in the year of the open doors. So you can do two things today. You can shut your door before you have opened it with your mouth or you can declare and decree and prophesy over yourself and over your circumstances so that the doors of your future, of your dreams can swung wide open because Jesus himself is the door. And if Jesus is open, guess what? You will move freely to the Father. Coming into the throne room, and like any other father, if you go to your daddy and you sit on his lap and you say, Dad, I love you. Dad, can you help me? Heaven will move on your behalf. You're gonna see in this time and in this year how things are gonna happen for people that step into. Not talking against themselves, not talking against their future, not opening their mouth and not breathing death over what God wants for them. Come on. Tell somebody, greater things will happen to me. Proverbs 18.21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruits. Those who love it will eat its fruit. Sometimes I know we women, we can speak like 20,000 words a day. I know I've already, I'm just there by 19,500 right now. Come on. The men, they don't speak that much. But if you go and you start thinking and you don't have oops moments like I sometimes have, you know, I just say it and then I think, oh, I shouldn't have said it like that and you start thinking and you start listening to what you are saying and you start measuring your words and you are careful what comes out of your mouth because every time woman, this is for you, and men, this is also for you when you tell your spouse he's lazy, he will never amount up to anything you tell your child they will never make it they are are wasted and whatever you speak And then you see it, and then you have the cheek to say, I told you so. I told you. I told you you're just like your daddy, and now you're just like your daddy. I told you you're just like your mama, now you are just like your mama. And then you think you are such a prophet, but no, 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 no. You are eating the fruit of your words, of your mouth. Come on. Because we came to the place where we know the heavens is open, but we are so fearful of life. Oh, Pastor Tasha, did you see how much is gas? Petrol, diesel. the same to come That was a blonde joke, by the way. <laughs> come on. But you know, when you get up, every day I get up, I say, this is my day for a miracle. This is my day that I will enjoy everyday life. I take the slogans from everybody and I start confessing it over my life. And this day will be so fruitful because I'm commanding my morning. And I'm telling my morning what it needs to produce. And my morning will only produce something great. Because my morning is the womb of the rest of the day. She's carrying what I need to have the rest of the day. Come on. And I know some of you must rather not say anything before you have coffee. But Matthew 12, verses 37 says, For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. I can say amen, let's go home. If you are justified by your words and condemned by your words, it means you will stand before God and you will give account of every idle work you have spoken and that came out of your life. And God will say to you, I wanted to do this for you, but you were so ensnared by your words that I needed for you to say something so that this mountain can move and heaven can operate on your behalf, but now you've blocked heaven to operate on your behalf with your words and you don't understand why things is not working out for you things like oh it will never happen to me I've got such bad luck and I look at people I'm so fat and I'm so ugly and I'm so whatever I don't care what you think about yourself but the older I get the more prettier I get and the younger I look come on That's my declaration. Sometimes I don't feel like it. Come on. But I've realized that we have so much power on the inside of us that we can unlocking our destiny, our future, by just mentioning our words. Because two things go before you. It's the words you speak and the money you sow. And it waits for you in your future. Come on. It waits for you in your future. And faith cometh by hearing what? Hearing the word. Fear come by hearing. Hearing what? Hearing the word. You can walk fearful and think God is against you. You can walk with faith and know He's for you. Even if it doesn't work out the way you want it to work out. But you can know if it's not like what I want, Lord, you will do something greater. And that gave me so much peace to know that He's going to do something greater. Because sometimes we are praying for the hot dog. But God says, but I don't have a hot dog in in, in store for you. I want you to eat a good steak. Just an example. But we are so used to having or settling for, for less. That we forget that we have a God that wants to give the abundantly, the exceedingly, the above we can ever think or imagine in our lives. People say, Tasha, you have a good life. You've got everything. I always swan and I said, amen. They say, we. they call us the very rich, the toys. You know, when the gossip go around, they think we have a lot of money. And I don't even get angry, Mandy. I just say, amen. Let it be. Let it manifest, Lord. Let it be, let them talk, let them talk about the jet in the backyard, let them talk about the 300 cars we have, let them talk, let them be so ignorant that Satan is so stupid that he used this gossip to manifest truth in our life, let them talk, come on. You want to cry about it? I said, no, Lord, I will take it as a prophetic word out of the mouth of the enemy. I'm not going to cry about this. We have what we have because the gossipers called it into existence. And then I will tell them, I will say, you know, it looks like it. I said, but it was nights and days and moments in my life that I had to close my door on this world where I had to see God and say Lord I don't know where this is going to come from Father all I know is that you will supply all my needs. Lord business is really slow today but I call business in from the north, the east the south and the west Lord not small work Father give my husband big jobs so that he can be home and be so busy but give him one big job, Father, that will pay for everything. And then I get a knock on my door. Doctor Tasha, are you praying? Yes, love. I call him babe. Yes, babe. Can you please stop it because I have too much work at this moment that I don't even have a crew for? Come on. That is, that's reality in my life. That's reality in my life. I've learned, Dr. Gustav taught myself and my siblings, that when there's nothing, you come and you declare that heaven open over you. You speak life. You don't say what you have. You don't say what you see. You say what you know who your God is. One day we will have our own school. One day I will take care of the poor and feed them when we don't even have food. One day I will buy people houses and cars. One day. And we are sitting in this one day. Don't think it came with arrogance and, 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 and whatever. It came when there was nothing and a man trusted God with everything. Declaring the word of God. Speaking life over dead situations. Calling it to come back to life. When people laughed at him and said it will never happen. It will, you will never do anything. Cry for a a bad place. Why are you here? He said, I see a Christian city. I see people serving God. They will come from the north, the east, the west, and the south. To experience the greatness of God. This declaration was born many years ago. And I grew up with that declaration every single day of my life. And I know when my dad was standing behind the oven and he was cooking food for us. And he's declaring the word. I knew he didn't have a good day. But he's not going to say he didn't have a good day. He declared him. He faith-talked himself out of his bad day. Let me tell you the stories that you don't know and don't see. There was times that we go to church and then our car stopped without gas to the property. That was still the only service we had. And then my dad, we just left the car. We put on our show. We just walked to church. Come on, that is the stories people don't know. But every time things like that used to happen to us, we didn't sit and cry as a Lord, we had enough. No, no, we had a one day and we had a God and we had our word and we had our faith and we knew that He is doing something greater in our life. This is just a moment that we will appreciate in our future. Come on. To remind us that it was times that we struggled, but God was still faithful. When we bought this building, it was a spiritual fight all the time. Over and over and over. But Dr. Gustav stood firm and he said, we will have this. This is ours. And we have a surprise for our neighbors because we're taking that also. We're taking back what belongs to us. Come on. Proverbs 18, verse 7. A fool's mouth is his ruin, and his lips are the snares of his soul. A fool's mouth is his ruin, and his lips are the snare of his soul. Come on. If you want to open heavens, you need to watch your mouth. You need to watch what people are saying around you. You need to come to that place where you tell people, listen yeah, I hear you, but I'm not listening. Or I'm listening, but I'm not hearing. I don't know how you say it. But you say, because I'm not in that agreement. I am not standing for this. I understand. I can see what news is saying. I don't even watch news. Pastor Yaku came this morning. He said, Did you phone our friend in Israel? Is she okay? I'm like, Okay. Then I heard what happened. It's not that I'm ignorant, but I choose to, to choose what I see and hear very wisely because I don't let fear come into my life and rule my life. I would rather faith talk me. I say, I call it a pep talk. I would rather give myself a pep talk to know that I know that I know that nothing I said will be the cause of my downfall, of my closed heaven, that I will have a hope, open heaven every day. There was moments in my life when I wanted to say, Lord, just amuse me, just surprise me today. Just show me you love me then things will happen like that in my life. And God is not a respecter of any person. He wants to do for you what you desire for Him. And sometimes my desire is not always getting stuff. Sometimes it just manifests yourself to me, Lord. Just let me feel you for a second. Let me just feel you not too long, Lord, because it can get heavy. You know, if you really feel the presence of God, it gets heavy. I said, just give me a a glimpse of your glory today, Lord. Come on. Show me what peace is. And then things start to happen around you, and I'm like, Lord, what is going on? And he said, you told me, for peace to come, you need to have a storm. Come on. For certain things to happen in your life, there need to be something before it can happen. Come on. I know you should have enjoyed the last Sunday of the holiday. But you can block with your words. Because access or open needs means access through empty space without blocking or without stopping. And you need to know you have access to the Father. And you don't need to block whatever you have with your words. John 14, verses 6 says, Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And if you are sitting here this morning and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you will never experience open heaven. Because the most important door to open in your life is Jesus Christ. And He is knocking and He is waiting for you to answer. Come on. Ephesians 2.18 says, "For, for uh, For through Him we both have access in one spirit to the Father. You have access to the Father through Jesus Christ. John 10 verses 9. Jesus says, I am the door. Jesus is your door. Don't take the Hebrew things lightly. I'm not a Hebrew, a rabbi, or I don't have a lot of knowledge, but I know when the Hebrew years is established, that's a prophetic meaning of the year you are entering into. It can count for you or it can count against you. Come on. But to know that we are in a decade of breath where we can breathe like Jesus breathed, breathe life into humanity we can breathe life into dead things concerning our future and it will come alive according to his word his way and his will now you cannot trust God for somebody else's husband or wife that's unscriptural okay You cannot go to my car and say, oh, Lord, thank you for giving me this car. That's unbiblical. That's witchcraft. But you can trust God for brand new. You can declare the brand new. Every day I say that you, I said, Lord, thank you for doing something greater in my life. Thank you for doing great things. Thank you for opening doors. We pray for our church people. Thank you for opening doors, Father God. Come on. You can sit here and you can listen to another word or you can make this word your own. Can the Baptist people get ready? Whoever's going to get baptized, just get ready. You can make it your own. You can have the same old, same old like you have every other year. Or you can say this year is going to be different. Will be my year of a miracle, my year of breakthrough, my year where people will see that I'm a champion. Not only a champion, but I'm actually more than a champion. Come on. I'm more than an overcomer. That means somebody else wins the, uh, the match and you just enjoy the prize. Come on. Come on. I don't know who of you are in sport. I'm not a sport person. I hardly know. One time we were watching cricket and I thought I'm going to be clever and I said, well, the only thing I know about cricket is that uh, the field is like the ruppy field. And they looked at me like, we really think you should go home. <laughs> so that's how much I know about sport, okay? Nothing. But I know when somebody wins, there's a prize. And whoever the spouses of that person is going to walk away more than the overcomer because that she's going to enjoy or he's going to enjoy the prize worth the spouse the children is going to enjoy the prize with the spouse and this is your moment to overcome champions is born not through sitting and doing nothing. Champions is born through conquering things and obstacles in your life that you came out. It doesn't matter if you just came out scraped and all messed up and all beat up, but you came out on the other side, winning, breathing, overcoming. Come on. But many times, oh, I'm more than a champion, but you don't want to face life. Life is not the worst thing that could happen to you. It's a gift from God. It's a gift from God. And He's not only giving you life. You say, hey, I'm giving you life with access to the Father. I'm giving you life with an open heaven. What you went through and what happened to you, that's not who you are. That was just an event that took place in your life. Stop. Measuring yourself up with the past. You are not that. Yes, you went through it, but that is not who you are. I love it when people say, I am a teacher. Nice to meet you. And I'm like, I know that's your occupation, but who are you? I would like your name, please. Because you are so much more than what you do. You are so much more than what you do. And because now we want to put labels, and and even in the church world, you know, they want to be prophets and apostles. I'm like, that is your office. That is what you do. But who are you? Who is the God in you? So much greater than what you want to carry and, and the importance you want to feel. But just the knowing that God is for me, that He loves me, That he has a plan and a purpose and he placed me right into plan and in purpose with an open heaven. Then you don't care what people say. Let the gossipers gossip. Let the naysayers say whatever they want. Let everybody do whatever they want. You just keep focused and you do what God called you to do. And you read your word and you see God and you just walk in the blessing of God. And they're still gossiping and they can't understand why it's so well with you. Because you say, hey, I'm just going to stand. I'm dying to what He's saying around, people saying around me. I'm dying to what is happening around me because I'm experiencing kingdom right now. Righteousness, peace, and joy. I, we, our family got a little bit of bad news um, in the maybe the beginning of the year. I can't even remember where I'm at at the moment. And we were sitting there and, 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 you know, it was like, not nice, but peace above understanding. I told my husband, I know I should not have peace, but I have So much peace. It's like God is just saying to me, Don't stress, I'm going to work it out. And that is the place you need to be with the Father. The don't stress place, He's going to work it out. Because do you know how much stress steals from you? It steals your sleep, number one. It steals your joy. And it steals. You, from enjoying life because you are always so worried about things. Just say, Lord, do it. Thank you. I'm trusting you. And then God is going to tell you, make right choices next time. But he will step in and he will help. But you have to watch this thing. Because this thing is dangerous. Come on. It is dangerous. I don't know. I don't know, Anissa, I don't know you. I've seen you a lot. I've seen you many times. But I just want you guys to stand. Just lift up your hands. Father, I just pray that you bless them. Rose, I want you to stand there by them. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I just yeah, I need to thank Jesus for the two of you. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know how you are. You, you, you're not married, right? You're married? You're married. Okay. Can you take hands? Thank you, Jesus. 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 I hear just the Lord is saying that that you've prayed for for a long time. That God says that it is about to happen. I don't know what it is you're trusting Him for, but I see, I see a positioning and I, is getting, is, 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 I see a birthing, a birthing, a birthing. It's like a birthing time in your life. And it was not nice, and the pains, the birthing pains were not nice. But God says you've been through the water and the fire, but this is your place of abundance. It's going to take you to abundance. I really see that you've been running the race. And sometimes there was thorns in the road. And if your feet got hurt. But you kept on keeping on. There was moments that you guys were crawling. And just said, Lord, we're going to keep on. There was moments that you were just like doing, like on your tummy. You were just like you know, in the spirit, but you said, I'm going to keep on keeping on. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to stand on your word. You know how much she prayed for you. I hear God says, and because of her prayer, you're going to see things happen in your life like you've never seen before. I, and, I, and I release it over you in Jesus' name. Amen. God is holy over your life. He's doing a new thing and he's doing a great thing. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If you are here this morning and you say, Natasha, I don't know Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Or maybe you backslid and you maybe you you knew him or you you but you don't have that relationship with him anymore. Yes, it's a big facot. I just want every eye closed, every head bowed, because this is between you and God. It doesn't matter. You must tell your neighbor, neighbor, I'm not here for you. I'm here for me. Because you can step out and you can walk out empty. Or you can walk out with your breakthrough today. And if you are here, you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, or maybe you are backslidden. You don't pray like you used to do. You don't see God like you used to do. And you're not busy with the things of God. I just want you to raise your hand. See that hand. See that hand. See that hand. Can I ask you to take a step of faith and come to the front? Will that be okay? Everybody that raised their hands. Thank you, Lord, for the oil of Gideon. to flow over her life. <gasps> over her heart, I've got you. Don't worry, I've got you. Over her life, it flows. Over her heart, it flows. Over her mind, it flows. And even the cares and the worries of your yesterday. God's got you, I hear God's got you it flows He said, Jeff and all the ministers, come and help me, please. He's just doing this with your he's, made, he's, he's fixing and he's restoring and he's, and he's just bringing everything together for you, amen. I know it's been a hard time, but it's your day of your breakthrough, amen. But as I sit here and come back, Sonny, please. Rose, come back, come back. Deze render half komt bed. But voor. Zit er niet bij het Geen Father God, you see everyone that is here, Lord. Every single person that is standing here. That's trusting you to restore relationship for open heaven. I pray, Lord, that you touch them. Just lift up your hands. Even if they're praying for you, just lift up your hands. And lifting up your hands is a sign of surrender. Then come and help me pray please come. Korabashi Rabashi Yenarabashi Handa Yes, Jesus. While they are praying, we're going to do a baptism on this side and let's just stretch our hand also to this side. Amen. God the praise. Amen, amen,
1: amen, 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 amen. Can we all just stand and sing the songs together this morning in Jesus' name? Just raise your heads towards heaven. Let's just let's just trust God to manifest in our lives and in our situation and in the circumstances that we are faced with right now. Let's say, God, where? He is our healer. That He is God. Yes, He is. the one who will provide he's our master hallelujah 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 oh jesus oh jesus we worship you we worship you we worship you father the people that are standing in front of you this morning my prayer for each and every one of them is that you will manifest Even now, in their lives, in their hearts, in their minds, in their workplaces, Lord, that you will manifest yourself in their financial situation, in their desires, Father God, in the things that they need. You will manifest yourself, Lord, and you will put and you will pour out a fresh anointing, a fresh day moment in their lives because we're standing right now under the open heavens for you to move and take a hold of our lives and change it around. Open heavens, Father God. We heard the word. Lord, let the word shape us, form us. Let the word is a seed that is planted this morning to grow and to bear fruit in the name of Jesus and everybody Say amen. Amen.